What's up, everyone? And welcome to the latest episode here at RNFM Radio. You've got questions, and yes, we have got some answers. And today, I don't know what kind of Kool-Aid or beverage or whatever it was that we drank, but it got a little cray around here. Anyway, we just want to welcome all of you, whether you're a nurse just starting out in your career, an experienced nurse seeking another perspective, a nurse in business, and those student nurses out there, this is the leading resource and inspiration right here on the Pulse of Nursing. Now, today we go into a subject that one of our, uh, I don't know if it was one of our listeners per se, but definitely a connection that we had. And that's one of the things we're actually be talking about, a little bit about connections. And I can go, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit deeper and how to do that. But anyway, we wanted to answer a question from a community member out there, somewhat of a distant community member, because we love getting those questions. So if you have actually reached out to us with something, don't worry. There are only so many shows that we can do. So we hope to get to your questions soon. And we did with this one. And I think that we were able to knock it out of the park. So your time and attention is important. So why don't we just go ahead and get into the show, have a little bit of fun, and I will do whatever I can to do at the end of the show. There's something that we didn't address. Oh, and show notes, rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 193. All right, so this is what, episode 193? Is that it? It should be because, wait, last week was 192. Or 191.5. Back to you, yes. Keith and Elizabeth. Yes. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, 193. Let's, I, that's a nice number. It's it, a ni- and, it, and if you're into numerology, if you add 1, 9, and 3 together, it adds up to 13. Oh, good. Ooh. Wow. Okay. All yeah. we have to do is remove the 9. You've got the 1, 3. That's oh, true. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we've Always never talked about, I know we've never talked about numerology on the show before, and I don't think we're going to get too much deeper into it right now. But well, just, no, because people would just like fall off, like forget this. <laughs> like what? What? They're talking about numerology now? Forget it. I know. Hey, you know what though? I have a surprise. Maybe, well, it's not a surprise to, to a few people out there, but I don't know if you two are hanging out on iTunes, but I got some iTunes ratings and reviews no, to share. What? I do. Yeah. So I'm just going to start. So April K85, and of course, five-star rating, love that. She says, Keith, Kevin, and Elizabeth always put out a thoroughly enjoyable and entertaining show. Their synergy and compassion for nursing and nurses is evident in every episode. They do a wonderful job of engaging their guests and introducing new and exciting things going on in the nursing world. I love that their podcast is not just focused on what is going on with nurses, but what the future of nursing needs to look like and how nurses can help to improve their careers in patient care through activism, education, uh, and education to the healthcare world and general community. Holy smokes. I mean, seriously. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Who, wait, you mentioned, what were the letters and numbers at the front of the name? It's April K85. Yay. Thanks, April. I think I know who you are. Hopefully okay. I do. If That's I don't, beautiful. well, I love you anyway. <laughs> right. We <laughs> Thanks, love her April. even well, and it's, it's, you know, we're always going in for the ask. And we even have another one. And I think she actually emailed us too. I think it's Katana229, or I think that's how you pronounce it. But um, so glad you had Caroline on. I follow her on Facebook and uh, Instagram. Uh, she says she's an LPN and wants to start something like she did in New Jersey for nurses and caregivers. Uh, she says she's also a hooper. And of course, if you don't know anything about what that is, of course, Caroline Sanchez, the, ho- Sanchez, the hula hoop girl, you need to listen to that. Anyway. Uh, 
she says that she's a hooper. It's her passion in life. And thanks for having her on. And she really enjoys the podcast. So, you know, it it just, the three of us, seriously, we would hang out with each other because it's just so much fun. But we love the fact that people are tuning in and getting something from the show. So it it means a lot to us. It really does. It gives us like oxygen. Yeah, that is. Yay. Thank you. Another listener. I know that person too. Yay. Thank you. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's good stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. iTunes reviews are helpful. We know that it helps people find the show because iTunes notices when we get reviews. So, and it's also, I think for us, it's just nice to hear people enjoying the show. I mean, that really touches my heart for sure. Yeah, it does. Well, and so that that was my little secret sauce today uh, that the two of you may not have already known if you're not hanging out on iTunes, but I am. I pay attention. I see it. I see what that. That's what's going on. I see you. And I think we're actually. Yes, you do. You I, see it all. I do. I head on a swivel. I'm, see, my head is on a swivel and I'm pivoting. My joints must be really like limber because both head on a swivel and the pivoting. I, I'm telling you, like you should wa- watch me walk down a hallway because it, it's pretty funny looking anyway i'm sure um sure you know very entertaining kevin well it is and i think this i think this almost like ties into what we're going to be talking about today i in, in sort of a customer service client services keeping up with things like that i mean it seems like it i mean because i am trying to keep up with all you people out there in the ethers in the interwebs i really am and it's a busy job to do it but i'm gonna do it so what is it that we're supposed to talk about today not that we're supposed to, but that we want to. I mean, it's all about wants. There's wants and needs, but it's something we want to discuss. So, Keith, can you can you give yeah, us sort of an introduction to it? Because if I read it, I'll feel like I'm reading my own words. <laughs> sure, I can. I know yeah, that was so, hilarious. We should give some context to that in just a second. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. We should. Well, I got this request or response supplication from one of my clients because she was thinking about professional relationship management. And she said that for now, one of the more technical concerns I have lies in my organization of professional relationship management. I feel that I'm better at establishing connections than I am at maintaining the relationships that blossom over time. I've realized I'm not intentionally setting goals to maintain those ties. And I know this needs to change. I've heard of customer relationship management software, and I haven't used any of it. I want to better honor the awesome people I'm blessed to know and meet in person and online in pursuit of my calling. And I need to figure out how to use the tools I already have, like spreadsheets, et cetera, to help me roughly map out timeframes to follow up with emails and calls. So basically, this could refer to a nurse entrepreneur for sure, because you need to keep up with people and maintain relationships. But From my perspective as a career coach, and I'm always talking with my clients about networking, this also refers to just managing your relationships with other professional colleagues. So we can dig into this from the entrepreneurial respect, but also from the perspective of a nurse who's out there who wants to maintain and create really cool relationships. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how helpful I'll be for this one because I I use spreadsheets all the time. (laughs) You're like a spreadsheet queen. I know. That's why I was saying when this one came through, I was like, did I email in my sleep? <laughs> yeah, did I, I email myself? I know. I, I really, like, I was trying to find the, con- I was like, wait, why are you sending me Elizabeth's email? 
Because it just sounded like her voice, a question she would ask. She said, I use a phone as a phone, a calendar, a calendar, emails at home. I'm like, yes, you go person, me too. Which That's right. I've been, uh, someone else, I think it was uh, Keep It Real RN told me the other day that, you know, congratulations on getting your smartphone, you know, baby steps. But you, as a nurse entrepreneur, you, you definitely need to be out there in the world of technology. And he was shocked that I'm not. He says, you're such a bright person. You, you've got to get into it. But right. it's a different smart, I think. <laughs> it is a different type of smart. So let's talk about this for a second. So if we unpack this question, yes, we can talk about apps and spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff for managing relationships, which is very, very important. But let's, can we talk a little bit about relationships first? Oh man. Why do you, <laughs> you got to put me on the spot like that? You know how sensitive I am. I know you're sensitive. I mean, Kevin, seriously, sorry. where are the buttons? Turn this thing off. I'm, <laughs> I'm frightened. Oh wait, it's just a dream. Right. Actually, no, I'm living the dream. Anyway. You are, was, you're on the mic with with Keith and Elizabeth living the dream. I so, am. All right, that, so, that was a mirror neuron or something. That was a mirror neuron. Or blowing neuron. up or something. Anyway. They even work over the telephone. But what I wanted to say was that RNFM Radio first was born out of relationships. Kevin and I and Anna Morrison met back in the day on Twitter. That was a relationship. And that relationship went from Twitter to Facebook to email to phone to Skype to business to podcasting to long-term friendships and professional relationships. Elizabeth, it's the same thing, right? You called me up one day because you found me online. Didn't that happen? Yes, did absolutely. I, did I dream it? Did no, I dream that, that was that. We was are the dreaming world. it because we're living the dream. Right, we're living the dream. Yeah. So there's a relationships too. So whether you're a clinical nurse listening to this episode right now and you're thinking, oh, yeah, there was that colleague I worked with at Hopkins, for instance. And man, what was her name? Um, I don't know how to find her. There's those relationships. Then there's the ones of the people you're already connected with, but you want to make sure you nurture them. And then there's the relationships that haven't happened yet. And when you meet that person or get their business card, what the heck do you do with that information? And how do you make sure you follow up? So am I, am I off base here? Or is that kind of like, for me, it's the basis of the whole thing. I think you're on first base and that's, and I'm comfortable with that in this point of the relationship right now. I'm, I'm good <laughs> okay. with, with just making it to first right now. But as we evolve, you know, we're going to uh, move from base to base. So you're not off. Good, base. good point. Yeah, I remember that lesson. Getting schooled in that. Uh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> in my business. Oh, right. In right. In your Let's business. Let's not digress, Kevin. Okay. Sorry. Right. You know. So all right. So before we get to the customer relationship software, which might make a lot of people turn the podcast off immediately if we mention CRM software, let's talk about the relationship. So. What does it mean? And here's a, now this isn't a rhetorical question. I want you all to answer it. What does it mean when, say you meet a really cool colleague, you're not really friends yet, and maybe you don't even work together. Maybe you meet them at a seminar or a conference, or maybe you meet them on Twitter. It doesn't really matter. What does it mean to you? What's the value, the potential value in that relationship? So you meet someone, you think they're really cool. What do you do with that? Well, I don't know. Do we go out for coffee, lunch, or dinner? I mean, is this a date? No, I I kid. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, I didn't I, I didn't want to interrupt you if I if I did. I just um, I'll I'll calm down here for a second. 
No, I haven't but, said a word. No, I'm not I'm, interrupting you this week at all. Uh, oh, fine. I'm thinking. I'm reflecting. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know where he... I agree. You know, is he asking us to answer? I am. Uh, specifically, I guess one thing I, that comes to mind is learn. I, whenever I hear mm-hmm. the word relationship and, and where is this going, I wonder what I can learn from them. I really enjoy, you know, a lot, like I can relate to this email from this question from your client, Keith, because a lot of my relationships are at this point, I guess, shorter lived. You know, I might interview someone one time, you know, we exchange some emails. That's lovely. If something happens in the future, I'm open to it. But I always like to learn from what the other nurses are doing. And I think by my interviewing of them, I get to learn about like a lot of really cool stuff. So I guess I learn a lot from the other person. Well, we had a show. Uh, I gosh, I can't even remember the episode because you know we're going like north of like two hundred. We're we're just we're we're barely we're about to tap two hundred. True. So, but it, I feel like it wasn't like deep down in the archives that deep anyway that we were talking a little bit about the these relationships. And I had mentioned something about those buckets. And Elizabeth, you had pointed out one of the buckets as far as like what you learn. Uh, from this individual, like what can you gain from this? But then also too, then there's a, those other buckets where I think some of us have overflowing buckets where we're teaching people. And so I know I get into the point where I don't have enough bandwidth to to teach as many people. So you're almost like assessing or triaging uh, the relationship a bit where you're like, and, and it's not about being mean, but it's like, how can, you know, is there a way to fit this person in my space or in the time frame or, you know, my, my life right now of what's going on, or maybe down the road. I mean, I think all kinds of thoughts, like, is this somebody that I could partner with on a project down the road? Or is this somebody that maybe I feel like is like right there on the cusp and I could just sort of mentor them a little bit and nudge them along, give them some guidance or whatever. It wouldn't take a lot versus somebody who's really just starting out. And I think like, "Mm, you know, intern uh, potential in one of my projects or businesses or whatever that I could sort of bring along and mentor like from the beginning, uh, but but also like they could offer value within one of my organizations or a project. I don't know. I mean, again, head on the swivel, pivoting constantly. My mind is racing when I meet somebody because I'm all, I'm all I am truly. I'm automatically kind of putting them in a bucket. Mm. You know, and Kevin, and and you always say you you don't see the box. So I want to point out to our listeners here that Kevin's not saying he's trying to put someone in a box. Like, oh, this person is. Um, business partner, they're in that box. This person mm-hmm. is potential mentee, putting him in that bucket. I think you're more thinking about, oh, okay, what, what's the potential of the relationship? Like, what can we build here together? You're not, you're not pigeonholing people. You're just identifying what skills and expertise or knowledge does this person have? How can we symbiotically create something really cool? Right? Well, yeah, exactly. And who in the world would be on the beach with a bunch of boxes trying to build a sandcastle with boxes? I mean, True. sandcastles are better built with buckets of sand. Mm-hmm. And, and you can actually pour, you know, pieces or the, flu- or the fluids or whatever material that you're using. Yeah, no, I'm not trying to box anybody in. Right. But it's just about balancing those relationships to, because I want to make sure that I can at least be of value to them because I either have the time or I don't have the time. So, yeah, it's, it has nothing to do with boxes. Please don't put a box in front of me. I don't like them. Right. I want to say something a little confrontational maybe or scary. (laughs) No, I'm like sitting here thinking about it. Let's be honest. Not every single person in the entire planet is someone that you need to have a relationship with either. So I think when you're talking about triaging, 
you know, you also have to use some of your gut instincts maybe, or you're feeling like, you know, you're sort of sensing what this relationship might be about. Maybe the person's really just trying to, I don't know, some terrible things like use you or suck you dry or whatever. You just don't need to have a relationship with everyone. So I also want to put that out there for the listeners because we're talking about the ways to manage quality relationships. Well, sometimes you just have to let people go or not even let them in. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Totally. Holy I, smokes. I, I agree with you, Elizabeth. I'm so glad you brought it up because sometimes we think, oh my God, Keith said I should network. So every single person I meet, I need to make sure I get their contact information and connect with them on LinkedIn. And yeah, sure. That's great to connect with people, but you do have to be choosy because it's a big world out there and you're right. Some people will want to connect with you because there's something they want from you. And that's cool sometimes. And sometimes it's not because they actually don't want to be symbiotic or cooperative or collaborative in any way. They just want something from you. And I think in my book, my networking book, I write about those different types of people. And I write about energetic vampires, those people who you meet when you're networking, who you know all they want to do is, like Elizabeth said, is suck you dry. And you have to use your instincts. And I'm glad you brought up instincts, Elizabeth, because isn't that what guides us to our friends, our spouses, you know, not to our families. We get them without having to choose them. <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, no. you know it. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. Yeah. yeah, because if you think about it, we only have so much that we can give at any given moment. So much energy, so much time, so much like as Ke- uh, Kevin likes to say, the bandwidth. So if we're letting all these people in that that don't make sense for us, then we're actually doing a disservice to the people that we really want to have those meaningful relationships with. So as Keith always points out in his blog and his books and, and on LinkedIn a lot, you know, it's not about the quantity, it's about the quality, going really deep and, and getting that breadth and depth instead of, you know, oh yeah, I'm saying yes to everybody. Mm-hmm. I'll tell yes. you, the cat's out of the bag right now. So now it's bags and buckets. There's no boxes, but yeah. bags and buckets. I think bags I just heard a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Wow, where did that come from? I don't know. So yeah, I, what I wanted to say here too was that quantity versus quality for sure. Like I know there are people out there who they watch the number of Twitter followers they have because that's how they're measuring their success on social media or they want to get over that magic 500 connections on LinkedIn because once you're over 500, it just says more than 500 and that looks really awesome. And yeah, I mean, those numbers are important and they show something but it is quality for sure. And I go for quality in all of my relationships as much as I possibly can. And it's true. It's like, Elizabeth, you mentioned high school earlier or junior high or something. It's I like think Kevin did, but yes, Kevin did. did. So it's like when you're in school or, or at work, it doesn't really matter. You're not friends with everybody. You have a different level of relationship with each person. And that's totally fine. You're not going to take every single LinkedIn connection of yours out to lunch. You'd go broke, first of all. And, you know, you don't have to do that. But it's like, Kevin, you and I noticed each other on Twitter back in 2011. And Anna was in the mix. And we didn't create businesses and podcasts with every single person we met on Twitter because, you know, certain people will shine through and those are the people you feel instinct, instinctively drawn to. Right. 
Well, and actually, I have to tell you a secret. I did do that. I have about 150 podcasts. I haven't told you that. Whoa. Yeah, I know. I made that mistake. And now I'm really, I'm actually tired because I, I, I made that mistake. And have you taken every LinkedIn connection of yours out to lunch? Uh, well, you know what? I am definitely, I can fly for free for like years. I have wow. so many miles. It's incredible. No, but I think those are great points, Keith. Uh, and I also think that we, cause you, you, I know you're, you're kind of a networking guy as far as you're putting it out there as, as you know, regarding the importance of networking. I mean, I think the three of us, we talk about the importance of networking, mm-hmm. but to your point, some, sometimes we're just, we're in circles of, of friends or colleagues or relationships that, that have a different type of meaning. Whereas there are some other relationships we have that are more like acquaintances. I mean, it's not like we're, we're trying to be dismissive, but you know, like if I'm traveling and I run into somebody that ultimately I didn't really put them into that category of like, maybe we do a partnership down the road or maybe there's, you know, something like that, but, but they're at least acquaintances and, and I can give a little energy to that. Like we're friendly. We can kind of talk business if we want to, but it's, it doesn't go too deep on anything really. And I think we also on both sides, we kind of need to be okay with that because think about this, like what if you're really excited about meeting someone and they don't call you back? You know, I mean, mm. there could be some hurt feelings there. Oh, God, uh, don't get me started. Then you're just like, what? <laughs> Does thou offend? I mean, you know, did I shower that day? What happened? Like, I thought we connected really well and she didn't call me back. I mean, mm-hmm. now I'm crying on my pillow and I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? And then I've got all my friends on the phone and we're trying to figure it out and we're just deconstructing it. Actually, maybe not, but still. Oh, my. You know, I mean, it, it can go both ways. I mean, you know, feelings can actually get a little chafed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that even like, I, I don't know that I would well, just chafe, but- Well, I think, yeah. okay, great. So let's segue because this is a perfect time as we are digressing. Yes, with we the are. chafing. <laughs> so <laughs> you're talking about feelings getting hurt, which this can happen if we start getting lots and lots of connections and we don't know what to do and how to manage it. So do you think our listeners are ready- to talk about some kind of software, some kind of tool, some kind of way to manage this. Because yeah, as you get sort of grow and you get bigger and you get, you know, more professional colleagues because Keith's out there telling you to network with all these people, mm-hmm. you need a way to track it. And and I'm using spreadsheets. So help me out, guys. Ooh. What do you think? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> gosh. At least you're using something though. At I least. am because guess what? If you don't track it, so to speak to this, this person's point, if you don't track it at all, and I actually... Yeah. A question came up in my Your Next Shift community on Facebook about this. Of like, how do I keep in touch with people? And I just, I recommended the spreadsheet and so did others. So it's mm-hmm. not just me, but you've got to have a system of some sort because if you're sending an email and then you don't follow up for weeks and months or, and then it's nine months later and you're like, oh yeah, but about that, you know, it looks unprofessional. It, it doesn't come across as the, you've got your, your act together. And so I want to know, what do you guys do? Well... And and let me also, well, let me also, I think we're on, Teach me. yes, I think we're on second base now. So I think we're, we're rounding, we're rounding. So yeah, we're, we're kind of hanging out on second base. And so what I'm thinking is that you're right. I know you're right because when it was just me and kind of a few clients that I was dealing with, I w- it was very intimate. Like I knew like everything about them. And I was mm-hmm. able to do that because I didn't have as many clients. Now, of course, my wife always kind of giggles because I have this sort of 
I don't have a photographic memory, but I definitely put things in places in my brain where I can remember the craziest things about a person. And they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you remembered that. Anyway, as- I do that too. Yeah. So as the company grows, I mean, that does become a little bit more complex because I need to be able to pivot and swivel and all those things more freely. And then that can't be weighing, weighing me down. So there are programs out there that you can use because you need to use them so that you can kind of keep up with your clients and what's going on. And so I can recommend a couple if you want. I mean, if you're I think that's interested. what our listeners, ask. yeah, I think okay. that's what they're asking for. And let me get my pen and paper so I can start taking notes the old what? fashioned way. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. So, and you know what, Elizabeth, I can actually send you the links to these, but if you want to use a pen and paper, that's fine. All right. Awesome. My new smartphone will accept those readily. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Look at that. It's ready. It's right here. So one of the, uh, one of the CRM tools, the customer relationship management or client relationship management or however you want to say it, one thing, one of those that we used early on in my company was through Zoho, that's Z-O-H-O. And the beauty about Zoho, let me just preface it right now for especially all those small businesses out there, it's free, at least up until, until you get to like 10 users. And what I mean by that is that as you create a, you know, not whether it's a sales force or virtual assistants or people out there kind of helping you manage all of your clients because my business grew, so I needed more people involved in the client uh, space. So I couldn't just be the one taking them out to lunch or dinner or trying to execute on on the contracts and things like that. So I have a uh, like a, a subcategory, a subcategory. I actually have a division in the company that works on that client management. And so early on, we were using Zoho. And I think actually, we still might be using Zoho. Uh, and so it's free up to 10 users. That doesn't mean 10 customers and users that have access to that information. And so what you want to do is first off, and, I, and I, I actually put the cart before the horse. I shouldn't have done that. So if you're riding a horse and you put the cart before it, it does make it very challenging to get places. You do need to assess what your needs are. So do you want something that's in the cloud? Zoho is in the cloud. So that means you can access it from any device. And that could be your smartphone, that could be your tablet, that could be your computer. And so if you're not as worried about, let's say, very HIPAA compliant, private, you know, like really like having to lock down things and you're okay with a little bit of that cloud stuff. Now Zoho does use encryption. That would be something you need to assess. We actually had to move more internally on some things because we have to be HIPAA compliant, PHI compliant, and all that stuff in the healthcare space. So we went with an internal thing that we built on our server. But let me not go there. Let me talk about Zoho. So keep it with the free, keep it with, keep the, it free. with the free, you know, cause <laughs> Hey, Hey, brothers and sisters got to eat, you know, cause I don't have time and money to spend on these things right now. Maybe right. I will. So, well, and we're talking also to nurses, nursing students, people out there looking for jobs. So they're trying right. to use this for them. So yeah, perfect. So yeah. let's, let's zip through Zoho. So yeah. that's a good place for, well, especially for business people. And maybe we don't even have to deconstruct just Zoho per, per, in particular, but one of the things that you also need to look at is, hey, do you guys collect email addresses? Do, do people email you and you put them somewhere? Mm-hmm. Where do you put them? In your sock drawer? Absolutely. Actually, I think Elizabeth puts them in her spreadsheet. 
So anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My spreadsheet. What do we, yeah. Why would you ask? (laughs) Well, because the CRM software can actually manage that for you. You can literally use a program, something like MailChimp or something where you pull in like a contact page on your websites. And guess what? It can actually talk to something like Zoho. And what happens is when it talks to Zoho, it's like, hey, how you doing? You know, it gets to know that person a little bit. And what you can do is then look that person up by email, go through some details, and you can find all of their social media platforms where they live online. And that, isn't, that, isn't that good stuff? I just like, got to get on this like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not kidding here. So that's, that's great. So especially for the nurse entrepreneurs out there, Zoho or any kind of cloud-based platform like that for managing clients or a client database is great. For someone like me, as a coach, I have a MailChimp list. Those are the people I send my newsletter to. And most of my clients are on that list. Most aren't. And for me as a coach, I use Coach Vantage, which is a fairly small mom and pop software where I manage my coaching clients there and I can break them up into different groups. How do you like you know? it? I mean, since um, we're talking relationships and family and mom and yeah, pop. Yeah, coach, coach Vantage is good. I can track my invoices. I can track contracts, the number of um, sessions I've done with a client. I can have notes. I can upload documents. There's, there's Coach's Console. There's all these different platforms for coaches. If you're a nurse coach out there and you need to manage your information Coach's Console and also um, Coach Vantage are great places to look in terms of that. Now, I'm thinking more of the nurses who are listening who are clinicians who are out there, but they're trying to grow their network. Say they're networking on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook or Instagram, and they're meeting all these cool nurses. What do they do with all that information? And from my perspective, there's several different things you do with that information and The question that we got from my client, who's also a listener, is she said, I want to better honor the awesome people I'm blessed to know and meet in person and online in pursuit of my calling. And I need to figure out how to use the tools I already have to help me roughly map out timeframes for following up. She wanted to know about apps. She wanted to know about how do you know how to do this well and keep up with people? So I have a couple ideas. Um, what are you all, y'all's ideas? Are you overwhelmed or something? No, no, no. I'm I'm saying (laughs) oi because I know where she's, I know. I mean, think about the fact that I secretly sent this in, didn't you? You could have just called me. Chief nurse officers. Excuse me. Are you interrupting me? Yeah. I. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go. No, I can't, I can't think straight. You know, I'm trying to follow up with Keith's question. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) No, but I no. I'm saying I understand what she's saying, because if you have so many different levels of follow up going on, it's like you send one email, you don't hear anything back. So how many days do you wait till you send the next one? Uh, What's too much, you know, too quick that you start looking like a stalker and you're bothering them? What's too spaced out that it's so spaced out and they forget about you? So, yeah, I mean, I think I've, I've tried different things. I, I, I just play around with it. You know, if I send an email on a Monday and I haven't heard anything by the following Tuesday, I might follow up again. If I haven't heard anything by the third week, then I use the telephone and I call. I mean, I'm going all at my follow up these days. So it's it's definitely an interesting um, balance to kind of mm-hmm. um, just create that you're visible and that you're there and you're available, but you don't want to seem too desperate, too needy, you know? Right. I feel like that's directed at me. Look, 
one Ooh. text that I forgot to to respond oh. to within 24 hours, and now you're giving me the business. I'm no, sorry. No. I, I didn't really respond to you, and I said sorry, I missed it. And you're like, it's just a text. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's right. I did. You too. Am I gonna I'm have like, to separate you two again? Yeah. So, so no, well, but no. Go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. Go ahead. I got to catch my breath. Okay, you catch your breath. You two separate yourselves for a little bit. So here's the thing. So say you're a nurse out there and you're just trying to manage your contacts. You want to, you know, you have some nurses on the East Coast who you have connections with because you're thinking of going on a trip and you want to meet some nurses who work in your specialty. Then you have some job opportunities you want to follow up with. And then there's just some cool people out there who you want to make sure you don't forget and you want to you want to follow up with them periodically. So there's several things. One is that I use Gmail and in my Gmail, you can create, or your Gmail too, not just mine, you can create different labels for various types of emails. So say there are nurse managers who you're in touch with for a specific purpose. Maybe it's research you're doing because you're thinking of moving into management. You can tag them with that particular tag so that they're all grouped together in your Gmail and they're not just off in some Gmail donut hole and you're never going to find them again. So that's one way you can do that. In your Gmail or email platform contacts, you can also create groups so that you can group people together by subject matter or position or whatever so that you can have them organized so you can easily find them. Not that you're necessarily going to email all those people at the same time, but you can have them all grouped in your contacts in one place. And in terms of LinkedIn, I just want to say that LinkedIn does allow you to create tags so you can tag people based on any criteria you want to set up so that you can also keep tabs on particular people in LinkedIn. So those are some of the tactics and strategies I use. There are others, but those are some of the main ones I rely on personally. Well, and I think you really hit on something that a lot of people are using like a Gmail platform and Gmail is is really robust. And so I, I would certainly encourage it. And you're right, Keith, there are ways. It was so funny. It's hilarious. Actually, I'm laughing on the inside. Anyway, it, it's funny that you say these things because I was just telling somebody the other day that if they weren't really interested in a CRM right now, and from a career standpoint, it, it wasn't something that they were willing to buy into. And what I mean buy in, it's still free, but just to kind of start a new software, you can use Gmail to the way that you said. Exactly. You can, you can create labels and create to do. So like I need to follow up with this person either today or I need to follow up with them this week or, you know, follow up with them in the next month or whatever. And you can even create in Gmail multiple inboxes if you want. And I don't know, people's brain like, what? What? Melting, melting. I know. What we'll do is actually we'll put the links to some resources in the show notes on rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 193. And we will have some links to, because there are some hacks that you can do that it syncs with your calendar and so on and so forth. If that's how kind of how you want to roll. Right. I'm actually working on the show notes right now. That's right. They're rnfmradio.com slash episode 193. Oh, Kevin, before I forget, I just want to mention, are you aware of Boomerang on Gmail? I, well, you know, I am aware of uh, Boomerang, but you can certainly talk about it if you'd like. I was well, also just going to tell people they can go to the labs section. Oh my yes. gosh, this is like a step-by-step thing. 
you know what? We need to create a course around this. Who's Don't got a we? Good, I think yeah. we do. Don't we? we do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll put yeah, that on so the to-do list. Anyway, Boomerang on Gmail is X is super, super cool. What you can do is say you want to send an email to someone, but you want it to go out on April 15th on tax day. You don't want to send it before. You can actually write your email in Gmail and then put it through Boomerang and schedule the email to go out to that particular person on that particular day. You can also, when you receive an email from someone, but you don't want to respond to it for a couple of days, you can send it to Boomerang and tell Boomerang when to resend the email to you for your attention later. Wow. I love it when you talk tech to me. <laughs> I am melting right now. That is so, oh, we're on third base now. Oh okay. my gosh. <laughs> and I've fallen asleep. I'm just kidding. Listeners out there know that there's a varying level of, of um, comfort and I'm with you if you're feeling right. lost. All right, fine. If, all right, well, let's bring the comfort back. That's, yeah. yeah. Let's make some mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, what? Comfort, comfort food. Oh, Oh, because I'm starving and I'm like, really? You're going to start talking about food Mm. now? All right. So, all right. So anyway, those are a couple things in Gmail that I use that are really useful, especially if you're trying to manage a contact list and you don't want to get into any other types of software. You want to just use your Gmail account. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, again, some of the software that we're talking about so if you feel like your, your email is becoming overwhelming as you grow, I think maybe Gmail would be a great place to start. Others might say, oh, please do not do tasks and follow-up stuff in your Gmail. You need a separate uh, sort of entity or an app or something like that. I think it's okay to start there. But as you grow, something like Zoho, where you can keep notes, keep tabs, and follow up. Because I can go into that platform and I can say, oh, uh, Jim actually followed up with Susan on that because I, I meant to follow up with her, but he went ahead and rolled with it. And I actually put notes in that CRM software to say, isn't Jim amazing. I just, Jim, Jim is just, he wow. is He's a rock a real star. Man. Yeah. A, he is a real man. And so yeah. he, by, by doing so, he actually took the notes that I had put in there saying, I, I'm going to be following up with so-and-so. And then something happened in my schedule and I couldn't. So Jim was actually able to run with the ball. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. Because Thank he looked you. at those notes. In, in, in that platform. Well, and so then he's getting to my point about how, you know, frequent. So let's say, Kevin, you were so backed up and you, you know, didn't know where your phone was and the world was exploding and everybody was falling apart. Well, Jim followed up because you had the notes. So he knew, okay, four days later, no follow-up. I get her yeah. get on this. So that's what I was mm-hmm. talking about earlier when I realized what I was saying had nothing to do with the conversation. Right. But <laughs> in Elizabeth, terms of the you- timetable. Yeah, timetable, yeah, but you also brought up a spreadsheets because you love spreadsheets. So you were falling asleep as we talked about Gmail, but other people might fall asleep when you talk about spreadsheets. But don't you use those to manage your contacts? Yes, I do. However, I'm hearing that this other way We're making might you be feel bad, exciting. though. We shouldn't make you feel bad. I think you should stick with what works, but there are some platforms oh, I'm, out there. Oh, yeah, I certainly know. will. But yeah. I, I also want to check that out to see if, you know, it, it's helpful. Yeah. yeah and, and we're not we're not getting paid or sponsored by Google to talk about their products. But, you know, there is Google Drive, Google Docs and Google Sheets. So you can actually make an online spreadsheet through Google Drive 
that you can access from any of your devices or anywhere in the world. And you can have all your contacts in a spreadsheet on Drive so that it's not living just on your computer. So if you're out and you're like, oh my God, I can't remember that person's email address or when I was supposed to write them, you can go to Google Drive on your smartphone, like the one Elizabeth has, and access that information right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and and so I just, and, and some, with some of these apps, so Zoho, and there's another one called Insightly. Now, not Unsightly, as I am right now, because I didn't shower today, but Insightly <laughs> is actually another service that is very simple, very simple. And we're talking like a low point of entry. I think you get two users for free, but then as you start to get more than that, and I think it's around 12 bucks a month, something like that. I, I, I can't, we'll put all that stuff in the show notes. But that's also another one that's, that's very basic, but they also have what we call APIs, and I won't go into that, but things that talk to your other programs. So again, uh-huh. if you're working in Gmail, or if you're working in some kind of calendar app or Outlook or whatever it is, there's a way for them to talk to each other. They actually communicate to each other quite well. So like if you're doing something in one app, it automatically populates in another or however you, however you set it up. So you might seem overwhelmed or it might feel overwhelming to say, oh my, wait, set up? Oh gosh. But what I can say that that initial investment on the front end is going to gain you so much more on the back end. Like I said, Jim was actually able to run with that ball because I could not, I was nowhere near the ball. Good old I don't even Jim. know where I was. He, he did a great job. Good so. old Jim. You know, I just, I just Googled insightly and when you look at insightly.com, it says from grandmas to geeks, insightly users love their CRM. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. So we'll put that in the show notes. And then as you get more robust, if you feel like it is necessary, if you really want to feel like you're rolling with the big dogs, you could go in to use Salesforce. Now that is a Cadillac program that you will pay Cadillac prices eventually, like as you like grow. So I would wait on that one until you're maybe, you know, really, really needing that. Uh, But Salesforce is probably like the place like that has really kind of created CRM, uh, like the platform that I think everybody's kind of mimicking. And there's a lot of people who are saying like, yeah, Salesforce, there's so much there that you don't need all this. Because you said, you know, within Sightly that it is, it's very easy. It's very simple platform. Same thing with Zoho. I mean, they've really simplified things. Even person. your grandma would like so. There you go. And, it's and we need to make our grandmothers happy. We do. So. We do. So, hmm, hmm. Elizabeth, anything else? I mean, we've, we've covered, we talked about your spreadsheet thing and you're actually thinking of ditching it for something else that might be easier, right? We'll see. We'll I see. have to see how complicated this looks. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, complication, that is something to think about, isn't it? how complicated it is. Well, and how much time you want to spend. Like like Kevin just said, you want to spend time setting it up and this and that. And so, yeah, you'll save time in the long run. But if the spreadsheet's working for you, that's, you know, and it's not, and and it's not taking a lot of your time, then, you know what I think? I think, I think Mm. my thought is we have certainly given a lot of food for the listener to digest. You really are hungry. (laughs) Let them marinate on this and and get back to us with uh, follow-up questions. But I don't want to overwhelm by adding too many pieces to the pie. So maybe 
Well, let's let's <laughs> take a slice out then. here. <laughs> let's circle back around. We started with relationship, <laughs> then we went into a few of the the tools you can use for managing relationships, and now I want to circle back to relationship again. And you know, in the end, I think it's really about creating value in your relationships because some of those will be colleagues, some will be people you go into business with, some will just be people who are you work with, but who you're buddies with. They're the people you go out for a beer with or, or, you know, have over for a barbecue. So there's different levels of relationship. And of course, the people you're friends with at work, they're easy to keep in touch with because you're friends. And I think what the concern here is for some of those listeners and people out there, it's like, how do I grow my network and make sure I'm staying on top of it? I think that's really what it comes down to, don't you think? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think mm-hmm. so. I think so. Yeah. So staying on top of the relationships and the ones that make the most sense to you, the relationships that kind of pop to the, like they boil to the surface of your life. Those are the ones that are going to get your attention most of the time because they're the ones you're thinking about from day to day. And for this person who wrote in and asked me this question, I think, she's probably concerned that there are important people in her professional life that she's just letting them fall off her personal radar. I think that's the underlying concern here. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think what we'll do, because I think you, you really set us up, so you're bringing us home here so that we can knock it out of the park. And we just need to reiterate that no matter what it is, your first few steps, or at least your first step is, what do you need the actual tool, whatever that is, what do you need it to accomplish for you? What is the data? What are you looking to track? You need to think about that. Those are the things that you need to consider before you even go to second base. And then you need to consider, okay, now I know what I want to track. I know what I'm after. What is it from the tech standpoint? So you're going to have to look at a couple of things. Look at the technology that you're already using right now. And even the technology could be the pen and paper. So mm-hmm. just look at the technology that you're using right now and do some of these other platforms play well with these. Because rather than you trying to work around your CRM, you want your CRM to work around you to make it easier. And these companies have done a fantastic job to work with, again, some of the more mainstream things like Gmail or Outlook or some other platforms that you could be using. So look and see if the technology can provide that kind of convenience for you so that it's not so overwhelming. And then I also want to just reiterate, again, depending on the business that you're in, is it a cloud-based system that you're looking for because you need easy access to it from every device? Or do you need to go with something a little bit more secure? And maybe we would spend a little bit more time later on something. Again, we're just going to have to create a course around this. But look at security because you want to make sure that all of that data that you're, that you're mining, meaning the things that you're pulling out and you're kind of interacting with people, that it is secure. And most of these CRMs, if not all of them, use some very tight in- encryption. And there's some big businesses out there that use the CRM. So they, they, take it, they don't take it very lightly. Right. So those are things to consider. Right. And then for the average nurse out there who just wants to manage their relationships, it comes down to more how do you want to go about doing it? And what's important to you and how do you, how do you make it happen? So, you know, for some of you, it's going to be a notebook (laughs) or it's going to be some sort of alphabetical thing, you know, notebook or book you pick up at Office Depot and you just keep your contacts in there. I mean, it could be as simple as that. 
Yeah, it could. And and I'm not knocking it. And I know I I I am making fun of Elizabeth a little bit, but you know, she and I have that relationship. I still that text went unanswered. I, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um My I, phone is not glued to my hip, huh? <laughs> I know. And and mine either. Mine either. So um I just wanted to reiterate whatever is working for you, don't necessarily have your life turn upside down just because you're trying to fit. I reiterate what I said moments ago to try to fit into the CRM, try to have it work for you because ultimately whether you're a, an entrepreneur and I know Keith, you've talked about that or someone who let's say you're in a career and you're not necessarily an entrepreneur or you are an entrepreneur, you need to have these services or whatever it is working for you to your benefit to help, give you back more time and more value to your life and your experience or business or career, whatever that is. So mm. that's just how I'm going to leave it. I'm done. I'm dropping I the mic. I thought of something new. No, I'm already dropped the mic. I'm done. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. Well, I've go just, ahead. <laughs> I just thought of something new when you said that about making it fit and all this kind of stuff. Yes. When you get to another level, you can also hire someone to do all this for you. So maybe Are you I'll kidding just me? look into that. Are there people <laughs> out there that do this kind of stuff? Just saying. All right. Man. Okay. I'm done. It's good. See y'all later. Yeah. And that's the show. All right. Well, this, this has been fun. I'm just going to go ahead and sign off because I already dropped the mic. So now I'm actually on the floor trying to talk to the mic because it's on the floor. So, you know, I'm interrupt you all day and feelings hurt from unanswered texts. Kevin Ross at Innovative Nurse. I'm just going to ignore you and tell everyone I'm Elizabeth Scala at Elizabeth Scala. And I am Keith Carlson at Nurse Keith. And we'll see you on the next show here. And that'll be episode 194. All right. So I hope that some of you didn't mind that we didn't get too technical. Maybe some of you are very appreciative of that. Others, maybe not so much. And we can go deeper on further shows. And we are some creating some resources to help with that. But on the show notes, rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 193. You will certainly find out a little bit about, or at least the resources and the links to those platforms, Zoho and Sightly, and then of course, Salesforce as the big robust one. And then some of the information around Gmail and how you can use that. I think that the, the take home message is, regardless of whether you are a nurse in business or it just in your career, it, I, it, it is really important. I mean, Client, relationship, management, whether it be colleagues or uh, potential bosses or leadership or whatever that is. I mean, it's good to kind of keep tabs on those things because you never know when, where you're going to need to pivot. That is, whether it be in your career or your business. I mean, it's a, it's a big deal. So hopefully some of the tools that we went over today were helpful. And like I said, I think that there is a lot of relevance depending on no matter what your platform is, meaning career versus business. I think there's a lot of points that we went over today. And I don't really know if, if there's anything to kind of wrap up because I would just have to keep going deeper into that. And why would I do that? So for the sake of time, hey, seriously, iTunes ratings and reviews, we love them. As you know, we read them on the air. We it, it, it is it is like oxygen for us. We love to hear that we are apparently helping someone out there, that we are doing something good. It just makes us feel better. So anyway, like I said, we'll keep doing it, but we love those ratings and reviews. So if you go over to iTunes under podcast, RNFM Radio, you can certainly leave a rating review 
Hit us up at rnfmradio.com under the contact us page, the speak pipe app uh, to leave us a message, hit us up, whatever, because we do want to answer those questions, those concerns that you have. Seriously, we love it. So yeah, let's get out of here. Go ahead and find that passion. Execute on those ideas. Rinse and repeat. And we'll see you back here with us again on our next episode of RNFM Radio. Radio.